0: Eric and Eric, I'm, Eric, I'm I'm going to butcher your last name. How do you say your last name? hello. Uh, you know, you'll never you
1: will never be able to pronounce it correctly.
0: I, I know. Thanks. It's Suarez Suarez You did it great. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean. Did No, I get it? it's a I give up. You, you said like, like, like we,
1: we listen in uh, movies and stuff like, hey, man, that's what we hear when you say Amen. Was like, hey man, and I'm like, yeah, hey man. It's amén in Spanish.
0: I'm, I'm, amén. I gotta work on this. Yeah,
1: you, but you get it. You, yeah. I, 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 I know you get it.
0: Yeah. Hey, you know something that's really cool? I want to let you guys know about before I turn this over to him. Is in three weeks, four weeks, about four weeks.
1: I don't know what you're gonna about to say, so I don't know the time length. <laughs>
0: We this should have rehearsed
1: that back there. You, you should have told me. I
0: know, right. I'm just about to just quit my job. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> hey, no. What's really cool is his pastor and you're one of your best friends. You call him. You guys mm-hmm. call each other brothers. Is Pastor Victor. Med- Med-
1: hey, you got it. You got it. Medina.
0: Medina. Medina. I was gonna say Madeline, but you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Senorita. Uh, Anyways, uh, what is going on? This is not planned at all. Okay. All right. Let me introduce him. Hey, in a few weeks, um, I'm going to be going down there with the 95 Network, which Mm -hmm. is an organization that helps churches uh, really establish kind of some growth engines and do coaching and leadership and uh, talking to Pastor Victor yesterday. And this is something that you guys are a part of, even though you may not see it. Uh, we're going down to their church, and they're hosting over 100 pastors that we get to pour into down in the DR. And so I think that that's incredible. Yeah, and that's
1: so four weeks from now. Four, four weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Four
0: four weeks. Four weeks. It's going to be warm down there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, the, the coolest day in Dominican Republic is like 34. 34? Is yeah. that
0: Celsius? Yeah. So, or like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, like, like. It's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit yeah.
0: okay. 90, yeah.
1: Yeah, that, and, and we're chilling like,
0: Ooh. I know. I saw Victor <laughs> yesterday, and he's wearing like a hoodie and a scarf and a jacket. I'm like, you cold? and he's like, yeah. I'm like, this is 15 degrees warmer in Long Island than it is in Auburn. Yeah. Anyways, so I want to introduce you guys to Pastor Eric. He is going to end up bringing the word today, and he is from, I'm going to butcher the name of the church down in the Dominican Republic, CBF. CBF. Yeah. <laughs> CBF. That's how we say it in English. Uh, but if you guys would, give him a big city church welcome. Thank you. Take it over, brother. Thank you, brother. Love you, Love you too.
1: Um... I don't know why he has these two big lights, so I cannot see anybody. I think it's better because I I wouldn't know your confusion face if you don't understand a word I'm saying. Um, But I assure you something. My English is better than your Spanish. So (laughs) let's stick with the English. Let's stick with the English um I'm traveling with my brother um, and I want him to come here and pray to start this um, message my brother's name is Luigi and the last name is Suarez that's mine that's why we're brothers um, and um, I'll have to excuse myself for um, any mistake you might um, you might catch on my speech or my message is due to my lack of English knowledge, um, and that's I'm sticking with that one. If <laughs> anything comes wrong, I'm just ah. I'll just go with that.
2: Hello, this is my brother, my beloved my brother. My name is Luigi. Woo! <laughs> 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 I, I think my I, I have a bad Spanish and bad English. Maybe I, I will pray in angelical uh, language. <laughs> 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 uh, if you can stand up. <laughs> Lovely Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for these people. Thank you for this wonderful church. We want to give you glory. We want to give you all the praise. Please put the words in the mouth of my brother that are came from your heart. heart. We love you. We want to do your, wor- your work. We want you. We want to do your Your will. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 No, no, (laughs) (laughs) no.
1: how many of you speak Spanish? All right, so I got a support line. If you see me struggling, just jump in with the right word and um, so they'll understand what I'm trying to say. Is it deal? Great. I'll, I'll give you one Spanish, um, one Spanish, one quick Spanish lesson. I've never done this on, on my country, but it's, this is something that all the churches traditionally does. Um, and if, uh, if you have been to a Spanish church, you, you might have listened to this. When I say, quien vive, which is translated who lives, you will say, Cristo, that means Christ. All right, let's go. Quien vive. Cristo. More or less. <laughs> but I, I need I need we are Latinos. We are loud people. So do it do it like like Latinos. Do it Latinos, Latino style. So quien vive! Cristo. Great, great. We got it. Let's get started. Um I I had a presentation and I don't know what happened with it, but I'll just go with it here. Um the church that I'm representing, it's, do you have a, a clicker or something? Or I'll just, I'll say go, <laughs> or something like that. Ay. I'll give you Spanish and Spanish word. I'll say dale, it means go, all right? Good. Um, the name of the sermon, um, this is um, a very interesting story. Um, and I'm gonna share with you uh, very briefly. Two or three weeks ago, um, I knew I was going to preach this message on Rensselaer um, campus. And um, then yesterday, or the day before yesterday, Victor told me, Ah, you're going to preach in Albany. And, and I said, ah, I thought you were going you were, you were to preach in Albany. And, and I got scared and stuff. And, and then when I, li- when I listened listen Pastor Mike preaching, is Mike or Michael? Which one do you prefer? Okay, Pastor, I don't care Was preaching. Um, last um, Yesterday, I, I got even more scarier for two reasons. The first one is that um, the guy just preached the same message I was going to preach here. And I'm like, <laughs> with the same biblical references and everything. And I have this message like for two or three weeks. Um, and I said, wow, good thing is that... Um, most of the audience in there won't be the same here, so I'll, I'm covered. Um, but the problem is that I, I, I thought I was bringing you a revelation from the Lord. Um, and, I, and I thought this was—and I, I still believe, and, and, and I prayed, um, and, and, and I believe this is what the Lord wants you to know. Um, but it baffled me. It, it confused me. Like, why, if the pastor of this church knows very well what I'm about to say— do I have to come and travel long distance to come and say the same? But anyways, um, this is the, the, the message. Not your ho- not your house. Um, why not your house? Dale. <laughs> uh, oh, this is the logo and the name of, of uh, our church back in Dominican Republic. Um, nothing to do with this. Dali. Dale. Um, this message is—is is that the same presentation? I think you flow well. It's okay. Um, this message is um, to the church um, and to the body of Christ. Do I have any visitor here tonight? Can, can you raise your hands? Great. Do you have any visitor here tonight that is not a Christian? Now I understand why the Lord wanted me to give this message here. Um, let's read in say uh, You'll have to excuse my English reading this biblical um, language because it's worse than it is right now. Um, so we're reading in Isaiah, how do say Isaiah? Isaiah 56, 7. And it says, Even then will I bring to my holy mounta- mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifice shall be accepted upon mine altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Amen. So, this is the deal. In the Old Testament, and is the context of Isaiah, um, the presence of the Lord abides in a place and um in that place alone and was in a matter administrator by by a priesthood and so that house um the lord um that house the lord um Tenia. yeah in that house the lord had the um When something is exclusive? Cuando algo es exclusivo. The exclusivity, (laughs) is that a word? (laughs) Exclusivity is a word. Wow, (laughs) English is great. (laughs) All right, God has exclusivity of His presence um, in that place. And that was also the place where you was to bring sacrifice. Why why did we have to bring sacrifice? Because we are sinners and the pay of the sin is death. So by something dying, our sins got um, washed away. So that was the purpose of that house. But God, even in the the, um, Old Testament, he said, so my house will be called house of prayer for all people. So. Now we can have four um, functions of this house in the Old Testament. One will be the place where the priesthood will um, stay. Dale. What's the name of the guy Dandole? Rich, Rich, Dale. So in the Old Testament, um, this, this, this is like, a, like, a, um, like the configuration of the city. You have the temple, you have the walls, of the city, and then in between the temple and the walls of the city, you had the city, and everything was going on there. So every everybody's doing their stuff. They are um, coming in and out the city and in and out the temple, just a priest. Um, and whatever the the, the pueblo, the, the well, the people of God. Whenever the people of God um, um, will want to bring sacrifices, they will just bring it to the priest and and on the altar, they will um, burn it and sacrifice. So we are now, we are um, fast forwarding, reach, dale, twice. We are forwarding now to the New Testament. So how many of you know that there's no need for an actual place for the presence of God to abide? Everybody knows it. We established everybody here is a Christian, so there's no need for the place of for the um, there's no need for the presence of God to abide in a, in a place. Actually, in Acts um, chapter um, seven eight, I believe it is. Um, it says that the mighty do not dwell on temples or houses made by hands of men. Some something like that. I, I know it in Spanish. Um, and then I got confused, like, if you're saying not in act, but in several places in the New Testament, and Jesus even said himself that, there's, that God doesn't abide in a place made or, made by man's hands, why do we need the temple on the New Testament, or, or the church, or the house? Um, Rich, dale. We needed, um, and I have of several, we, we have the uses of the Old Testament and we have the uses of the New Testament. And I have it, um, I have here the New Testament uses. We have it to connect in Hebrew 10 25. It says um, um, it is to connect with our communities and to exhort one another. Um, we have it to be cared, so the pastors and the leadership cared. Um, and take care of, of of us on this house. Um, we have it to, to be taught. Is that the correct pronunciation? Yes. I'm doing great. Um, to be taught and um, to continue the teachings. Um, that's Acts 2.42. And we have it to invoke the presence of God because um, in Matthew 18.20 says that wherever there are two or more, um, reunited in his name, there he is. Um, but if you are as um, intelligent as you look, um, you might be thinking the same thing I want you to be thinking. Um, all of this stuff can be done without a house. You can get together, you can ex- exhortate, is that a word? S- start. Start. I think I was gonna get away with that one too. <laughs> Exhort one another. Um, you can be cared, you can, you can care without a house. Um, so, what happens on the. That is rich. So, why do we need the house? That house on the Old Testament that was the priesthood. Uh, the, the place for the priesthood to live, the place for the sacrifice, and the place um, for the presence of God now in the new covenant is in our hearts. We are the house. We are, um, we are the house and we are the priesthood. So two um, roles now abide in, 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 in one person. We are priests and, 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 and we are uh, the, also the, the kings. um if you, if you will, there's another words, and I, I won't get in there. Um, but we are that house, so why do we need the place? Um, and, and that's the, the message I am going to give you tonight. No, it's, it's, it's morning. To, <laughs> today. <laughs> now, um, this house that we have, this place where we are now, um, is the house of the Lord. So um, whenever we are coming here, we are coming here for one reason alone, because everything else we can do without the place, and everything else we can do um, without the meeting. We come here to celebrate Jesus Christ. We come here to worship Jesus Christ. This is called the altar. Give it up. You're Latinos, like, come on. What's going on? This place or this platform in many traditional churches are called altars because we come to sacrifice and we what we sacrifice we sacrifice our wills we sacrifice um, our needs our wants we sacrifice our um, desires and and we sacrifice the all the other idols that we could have when we as humans are a factory of idols idols is idols right Right, um we even have um reality shows like American Idol and this Idol. now we have Dominican Republic idols um that's crazy that's that's the altar's purpose, so we come here to celebrate Jesus Christ, we come here to sacrifice and when I'm talking about sacrifice, I mean uh, a big range of things um in which i I'm including um our love for for the money, so when we come and offer, and we come in and tithe, um, I don't know your um, approach toward tithing. Um, I think it's not biblical, but um, I'll still do it because you need a parameter. Um, When you do that, you're sacrificing to the Lord, and that's the use of the altar. So the problem is that we have Change the purpose and the use of the of this place called the house of the Lord, and we come here week after week just to receive, not to not to give. Remember, we're coming to the to the house of the Lord. It means we come here to be with Him, to praise Him, to worship Him, to cra- to sacrifice to Him. Not for not the other way around. So, these altars are um, has been. Um, um, turned into, um, how do you say, tarima? Thank you. Hey, This altar has been turned in, into stages where we come and we worship, worship. Do you understand that? Yeah. We have become worshipers of worship. We have become worshipers of uh, environment and the state. And, the, and, and w- the day we come to the church, And we we don't um, go out uh, like excited and happy and pumped up and emotionally um, like um, in good shape. We feel that we waste Sunday and that this was a bad service. And we forget that the reason why this is called a service is because we are serving God. And the only one that needs to be pleased, the only one that needs to be happy, the only one that needs to leave this place um, blessed. Is the Lord. We have everything else. We have uh, seven days. We have six days to do all the stuff for ourselves. And the the number seven, the day of the Lord, is just for him. So this place, this house, is to bring worship and to bless him. The only one that needs to leave this place blessed. And I'm not saying that we don't do it. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that um, we should come here with the long faces and not knowing why we are here. And, but it, that's not the main reason. All the other things that we are doing here can be done in other places and are being done in other places. And most of the cases are done better than we can do it. So how many of you have been to a, like this kind of big, great concert of Hillsong and that kind of stuff? Does they do it better than we do it? Yeah, they do it. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, <laughs> they have the stage, they have the lights, they have a, a, a whole band and, and, and they, they, they are putting up a great show. Um, and when we try to do these sort of like the pumping of the emotions of the people, um, have you ever gone to a multi-level meeting like Amway or Herbalife or that kind of stuff? Well, if you ever go, you'll you'll know that um, they are way better on manipulating emotions and, and making you feel great and all oh, powerful and you can do it all. Um, and, 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 and sometimes we're trying to do that in the church. And the most important thing of, of this message is that um, when we come to the church and we serve, we are serving um, out of love. And sometimes... When we come week after week, after week, after week, we tend to forget what is the purpose of us being here. And we tend to forget that the house of the Lord now is us and that we need to take care of the house during the whole week and come here and bring Him what we have, our joy, our love, our praise, our financials, our um, everything that we have, we come and bring it to this place, and we celebrate together as brothers and sisters of the same father. So, um, Dale Rich and Dale Rich. Oh, I didn't know you got like that. Okay. Um, so, there's a danger that I came here to warn you about. Um, That danger is that um, sometimes when we come to the place, we get it. We we get when we come to this place, we get anxious if we bring a friend or a family, because we need everything to be perfect. We want them to feel great so we can, um, like, then talk to them about Jesus. Um, And we are expecting Pastor Michael to bring his best sermon that day because today I brought my friend and. All that that, um, anxiety um, takes us away from the real reason that we came in the first place, that was to serve and to give. And that kind of anxiety is the very same thing that um, prevents the people to understand and to enter the house by the right door. How many of you know what's the right door to enter this house? None of you. I, I thought you were Christians. <laughs> the only door and the only right way to enter this place is through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. He's going to do the work. He's going to do the convincing. He's going he's to do the good impression. He's going to do the make you feel comfortable, make you feel good. He's going to do everything. He's going to do all that because this... Place. This house, as house of the Lord, has only one way in. And the Bible says that he who enters by another place that's not the door is a thief and a robber. So if you bring a person here that's going to enter this place because we have a great show, is going to enter this place because we are very good on dealing with emotions and stuff, because we have a great um, atmosphere and, 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 and everybody's happy and greeting Um, you're having that person enter by the wrong door and you're making that person a thief and a robber because that person in the the first place doesn't understand their reason and doesn't have the the right motivation to be here. So you have problems with a person that doesn't understand and be complaining all the time and he's one of the things to to be done in another way and he's not understanding that the purpose of our presence here is to honor, bless, and worship him. Thank you. So, that anxiety leads to other, um, um, affects other groups of the church. Those of you who are serving with love, with passion, and with sacrifice, and those of you who come every day, every Sunday or every Saturday, and do this stage and and all this work and and have this perfectly um, done, are sometimes doing it as a job and not enjoying the serving and the privilege and the um blessed that is to be serving in the lord of a, uh, in the house of the lord and then when when it all started you don't you don't listen to the message you don't get nurtured nurtured is that yeah. right okay thank you um because you are so um, concentrated, in, in, and I'm not saying like being ne- negligent in your work. I'm saying have the right mindset and the the right attitude. So when you come here and do all the stuff and you prepare everything, be sure to do what's needed to be done in this place. And the only thing that can be done in this place, in this place, that is bring worship as a community, bring sacrifice as a community, bring. Um, Blessed to the Lord as a community. Everything else can be done. We we saw all the stuff can be can be done in other places. Um, Back in Dominican Republic, we have a um, it's a Bible study that is held in uh, McDonald's and it's okay. And and we have um, counseling that are done in um, in cafes and that's okay. And, And and like the only thing that we do here. Um, that is really, really important, like Jesus told Martha. many things have um, need to be done, but just one um, is necessary or imprescindible how do you say imprescindible hey, yeah. eh? my Spanish people <laughs> yeah ne- it 's more than necessary it's that you mm-hmm. essential who said that Ryan, thank you. Um, one thing is essential um and that is to, to, to be with Him when He is here in our presence. So I'm not saying like um, be sloppy in your work because Pastor Mike will kill me as soon as I leave this age. Um, But I'm saying be aware of the attitude that you have when you are doing what you are doing because you are doing it for the Lord. And once you are done it, put your mind, put your spirit, put your energy, put your attention and worship Him. Be with Him in listen to him, because that's what's going on here every Sunday. The last part of this message... This is a... Um, Rich? Dale. This is a long, long, long scripture with a lot of complicated words in English. Um... But I want to share with you because I have it here in Spanish. um, So I won't get lost. Hebrew chapter 13 verses 9 and 14 said. Mike, do you have a mic? Would you read that? Because your English will be. Your English will be English.
0: (laughs) I feel like. All right, here we go. I can't see it all. Hold on, I gotta open up my Bible. You gotta do
1: like 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 with the off voice.
0: I need it with like the voice of God. (laughs) Don't be misled. Let me pull it up. What translation are you in? I have no idea. All right. Wait.
1: Do you love Jesus? I do. I do. I do. I do love it. I do love it.
0: All right. I'm going to read from the ESV, so it may be a little different than what you have. All All right. right. We're doing 9 through 14. Yes. Do not be led away by diverse or strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods.
1: Oh, okay. Leave it there. Okay. Back in my country, I'm just an expository preacher. I take a text. I... Disserted, and I preached. That's not what I'm doing today. Um, And I know what I'm doing, and and, and I pray a lot. Like, God, this is not... But I know the Lord needed this message to be here. But now I'm going to do the expository preaching. (laughs) Um, Look, connecting the message with this scripture, um, there's a lot of new things that we can try there's a lot of new things that we can um, see. and, and, and in, our, in, in our endeavor to make this a great place and very comfortable and very welcoming and very attractive to people, we can do one of two things. The first and that, that happens the, the, uh, more frequently is that we forget the reason why. We forget the, the only essential thing. And the second is um, that we tend to um, shape it in our likes, in our um, image, in our, um, to our convenience. And we forget that we are in the house of the Lord. So when you come to my house, it's my rules. When, you, when I go to the house of the Lord, it's His rules. So... Sometimes we we don't know where to draw the line on, this is a new thing to bring people and this is a new thing, period. Um, That's a new thing that we want to try. I want to share with you something. The more difficult thing um, of being an adult, to me, is not paying the bills or going to work or being responsible for things or any other things that um, people usually think that you are the, like the bad part of being adult. The, the, the hardest part, the more difficult to me is to be the one who sets the rules. Because as an adult, I have to decide whether I watch this next episode of this series on Netflix, and go to bed late or not. I have to decide whether we do things this way and we eat all on the table or whether we just want to go each one to its room and, um, or go to the TV because I'm the first one that want to do things the way I want to do it. And the most difficult thing is to be in charge of myself. And that's not for me. That's everybody. Everybody um, has to face that um, situation or reality in which you have to be responsible for your own um, things in everything. And when we try to take the house of the Lord to that, um, to that plano, to that, um, to that scenario, thank you, we are running a great danger. Because now, what's important, what's good, what's necessary? it's what I personally believe, and we have like a hundred people here that have a hundred um different ways to see things um and we don't We don't get in the same tune because we're trying to impose, and we're we're trying to say well, these new things is great. Uh, This new thing or this that that church is doing is great and I love it and and I love this and I love that. And we lose the the, the track because everybody's trying to do their own rules and their own things. In this house, the only rule that needs to be um, like the unbreakable rule, rule are God's. And we find that on the Bible, one of the rules that I, um, um, that I believe God told me to um, tell you is that this place is under the authority and responsibility of a group of people. that are called your, your leadership leadership. Yep. God is going to a- ask them for each one of, for each one of you. Something happened? Okay. God is going to ask them for each one of you. And whether they are doing it right or wrong, that's not your problem. Um, And I I, I know this sounds scary. And personally for me, it's one of the more hard lessons to understand. Because I have always been like leading stuff. And and, and I started my own business business when I was like 20 years old and and everything has been the same way. But when I came to the church, there was a lot of things that I thought this could be done better and this shouldn't be done. And and that kept me from um, fulfilling the purpose of my presence in that place. That was bring worship, sacrifice, honor and love to the one and only king. So... Do not let your minds and your ideas and all the um, good possibilities of strange things that we can see um, be the guide of what happens here. Just let the Lord be the guide through the leadership that He has put in, in your head. When the time comes and He calls you to the leadership, you will understand pretty well what's going on Um, from the top. So, if there's some of you today that feel hurt, 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 or has feel hurt because you have been working and working and working, and nobody has um, told you how great of a job you're doing, how good you are um, going. If any of you um, feel um, offended, because you have a great idea and it wasn't listened. If any of you um, feel bad and ashamed because this doesn't work the way you think it should work for you to bring your families and friends, um, I came to tell you that everything is okay and everything is the way it should be because the owner of this place, the, um, the lord of this house, has never losing the control um, of what's going here. And everybody that is in a leadership position, I want to tell you that um, it's a privilege, but it's a great um, responsibility because each one of us here um, are going to be the person that God's going to ask you. God's going to ask, Mike, hey, what happened to Alex? And what about that other family that, um, used to come and it's not coming anymore. Um, and well, that's their problem. But our problem or our um, responsibility in front of God is uh, to be obedient and to be submitted um, in love to one another. At least that's what my Bible in Spanish say. Um, so closing this up, Uh, dale, we have this. We have been speaking about the house, in our house, in the house, and um, we call many things our house. Right now, my house is my country. But when I'm in my country, maybe my house is my neighborhood, and when I'm in my hem- neighborhood, my house is my actual house. In um, there's a concept of house much higher and bigger than we tend to forget from time to time and it's our heavenly house. Remember that Jesus said that he will go and that it was a good good thing for us because he will go to prepare houses I don't know there's another word in English mansions that's like a big house in the heavens for us and we get comfortable and we want to feel comfortable here in our house, in, in, in this house, the Lord, the, 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 this house, the church, in our house, in, in, in our places, in our um, jobs. We forget that this is not our house at all. There's no place we will be totally comfortable. And we, can tr- we could try to build this in our, in our likes. We won't make it. Look what's going on in the world. People have tried to do families, their invention, it's not working. They are trying to do societies the way they imagine them, and it's not working. And right now the body of Christ is trying to do the church, his invention. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Because we forget that nobody, no matter where we go, we are never going to be part of this world. This will never feel like home for us. We should live and do whatever we need to do every day, but we are with our eyes on the heaven, looking for that day when He comes and rescues us and tells us, "Here is your real home. He's your, your real house." Reading in Hebrew thirteen fifteen say. So let's continually offer up sacrifice of praise through him, which is a fruit from our lips that confess his name. Don't forget to do good and to share what you have because God has placed you in this kind of sacrifices. Hey, I'm missing the 16th. Amen to that, but I'm missing the 16th. The the verse that comes after that one says. The 14 says, we don't have a permanent city here, but rather. We are looking for the city that is still to come. That is going to be our home. Tonight, if you didn't get anything of my bad English, I want you to stick with this. It's only important to understand the concept of our real house. Let's forget trying to be this place, the greatest place of all the places in the world. Let's try to make this place the place where, the place where our God feels blessed, feel worship, and feel feel um and receive our sacrifice. Now we don't do any more blood sacrifices. But I told you earlier that we should continually sacrifice our wants, our needs, our will, our desires of do things our way. And um let's Try and understand that nobody goes to an Airbnb or a hotel room and start remodeling. Let's stop trying to do that in this world. It's not gonna work, guys. Um, Let's do whatever we need to do and continue with um, the original plan. The original plan is to fill this place and to continue to fill it until everybody has heard about this wonderful news, that is, that we have the perfect home awaiting for us, with the perfect Father awaiting for us. Um, And that one day, no matter how many um, bad things that happened to our life, it won't matter, because we won't have any memory of it, and we will be eternally connected and linked to the one who gave us life. God bless you.